This week's throwback to black goes to a quote from James Baldwin. He had no future in the past because once you leave, you cannot really go back. Throwback to black James Baldwin. Now let's start the motherfucking show. Yo, we back for a new episode. Yeah, we are back. It's the Power Lunch Hour. Welcome back, people. Welcome back. It's your Captain Corey Doseki. It's on something else. And we in this bitch. We are in this bitch. Hey. Like an unborn baby. Oh, God. Yeah. I hope you don't get eaten by chickens. What's good with it, dude? What's good, man? Oh, same old thing, same old thing. Oh, man, we made it to another week. Look at God. Look at him. Won't he do it? Won't he will. <laughs> Won't he will. Oh, man. Hey, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was cool, man. Um, What did I do? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, <laughs> work. Pretty much just work. work. Um, went to go... Uh, to my mom's house. We had a good time Sunday. Oh, we did hang out after that. Uh, did we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I had a good time at my mom's house. Um, shout out to mom. Shout out to my brothers. We had a good old time. She yeah. made chili. It oh, was, it was is fine. it the, the weather is right? Soon now. as the soon as the weather turns, most of us want to make chili. <laughs> you know, it's chili season. I got offered chili three times. <laughs> <laughs> It's that come through. I made some chili weather. You know, what's your favorite chili? Like, is, is it a particular uh, style you like made? Like, do you prefer more ground beef? Do you prefer more beans? What's your chili? What's your chili? I don't have a chili, man. Whatever my mama make, I'm going to eat it. She <laughs> she uses ground turkey, so. Yeah. My brother don't eat beef, so. Um, whatever she make, that's that's what up. I don't eat everybody's cooking, so. Okay. That's, really all I, that's all I do is food with mom, so. If she make chili, I'm falling through. <laughs> All day. Um, ate a lot. We drank a lot. Uh, watched the game, talked shit. I did come over here. Yes. Yep. So there you go. Yep. Came over here. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back now. <laughs> um, so I did come over here. I did here. come over here. I had many of those nights. Um, <laughs> I was here. I didn't do anything else, man. Um, I turned up with Busy today. Shout out, Busy! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Busy! Happy birthday, Busy! We um, went to Diablo's, man. We were supposed to go to Sticky Fingers, but them motherfuckers closed. Damn! And then uh, Big Whiskey closed. I'm Damn. like, I guess uh, downtown don't really fuck with Tuesdays. At I all. guess you know they they ain't really fucking with us. So right. I went to Diablo's and. Them motherfuckers, I'm gonna tell you what, them drinks strong as fuck. Diablos, you say? Yeah. Um, I must play a visit. I thought I had a couple of Mexican restaurants that was like lit on the margaritas, man. This this, this shit had me done. Oh. Off the first one. I like, let me get another <laughs> one. <laughs> you gotta go back. <laughs> let me get another like, one. Let me make sure I ain't no bitch. Oh, yeah. This shit was lit. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they drinks are strong as fuck. So. Yeah, that, that that was a good day, and I went home and took a, a complete coma nap. No, you went to sleep. Yeah, there's no nap at that point. I was out. You went to sleep. I was so. done. <laughs> I woke up with like, is it daytime, nighttime? Am I late? Am I early? Like, did I feed the dog? 
<laughs> I was out of there. It's like that meme I just put. You gonna get your ass up, right? You gonna get, get out of my goddamn room? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, besides that, man, just working, trying to stay out the way, uh, trying to you know make some moves in the background. Yeah. So, uh, that's about it, man. I I don't think I did anything else that I could recall that was exciting. So. That's what's up. Um, the Lakers won a championship. I gotta say that again, just in case y'all forgot. Mm. What happened um, with that fight? What fight? The UFC fight that I was mad about. Like you posted, and like I tried to watch the replay of it. That's cool, but why did the fight start so early? We had a whole night planned of fight night. Like I know I was gonna be able to crash somebody's crib to watch this fight, right? And the fight started at one p.m. Right. The fuck shit was that? I don't know. I I didn't I didn't plan the uh the event, so I just assumed it's gonna be at the regular time. You know, the fight don't the main fight don't start till like eleven o'clock. Yeah. So I assumed you know we had enough time to get together, but shit, that shit was done with. They had highlights and shit. When I looked at <laughs> my phone, like how they fight in the middle of the fucking day. Look, they ruined the whole goddamn fight for everybody. Yeah. Like you rude bitches. And then he retired though. I'm like, dog, I, I missed his <laughs> last fight. And y'all gonna have it midday. He said, I'm done with this shit. You know what? Y'all put my fight midday. I didn't beat, it, beat everybody ass. I'm everybody done. ass. And you put my fight at 1 p.m. Yeah, Bones Jones said he had a problem with that shit, saying that everybody called him the GOAT, the best UFC fighter ever. Bones Jones said, I got 15 titles. Like, he, if I was Bones Jones, I'd feel the same damn way. Yeah, I got 15 fucking titles. Well, they don't man. like Bones Jones. Well, the owner of the uh, particular. UFC venue does not like Bones Jones. They are at war of words with each other. Yeah. On the record. So well, that's why you'll never get that grace. I mean, it's not it's not him calling uh um uh, saying the bones not the goat. It's the people. Right. That's so he talking about the folks to say that, you know, he's not the greatest. But you know, the numbers don't lie. He got numbers fifteen titles, lie. man. So he beat a lot of ass in that ring. He did a lot of fuck shit too to get him in a bad light too. So yeah, yeah, that's so. what happens, man. You gotta leave that coke and uh, drugs and shit alone while you driving. Alleged, allegedly. But um, the same way they did to they had they 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 didn't give to his flowers because of his attitude. You know all his antics he did on the sideline. But and he really didn't have a bad attitude. To was a baller. He did. He, it his, was his numbers. They don't lie. So fuck what you do outside of the the the, the sport. What you do inside a sport make you a legend or not? So facts, you know. That's like uh, Garcia coming from uh, Cam Newton. Uh, he been talking shit about why don't you just you know just cut your hair, dress nicely, and play. Like, are you serious right now, bro? Who said that? Uh, Garcia, another quarterback uh, in the NFL. I want to say he played for Baltimore. Is it Jeff? I don't remember his first name. I don't know. But it's Garcia talking shit about Cam Newton. And the way he dressed in his haircut. And basically, it's like, you know, don't make a statement. Just play ball. Why are you trying to stand out? Oh, uh, he hating on his drip, man. He, 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 he did. He jealous of his sauce. He That's really all it is. was, man. From like, heart. Like, yeah. I can't I can't carry myself like you do. Just stop doing it so yo, it don't look so good. He came to join. Like, so, you know, Kevin Newman been balling. But recently, you know, he had some setbacks. But, you know, it's the NFL. Shit. We playing in the midst of COVID. Like, everybody's supposed to be a guard playing off the top. Like, he do interceptions. If he just dress better and look better, he's like, whoa, bro. What yeah. the fuck my appearance got to do? What the fuck my ball play is? 
Yeah. It, it, yo, it sucks today. You know, I'm not on my A game. They got my number. I mean, Cam just came off COVID, though. Like, the man just came off of Come it, on. and he's still playing. So still. You don't know what the effects of that is to this man's uh, uh, uh ability. So, yeah. shit. And then there's a fellow quarterback. Like, for guys seem to be talking all that shit, you just be looking like, bro, what's your real beef? Like, why you really mad at me? Because he fly. And he, he mad because he can't be as fly as him. Yeah. So anytime you can, uh, you play bad, I'm using use this moment to talk about how fly you are. Every time. <laughs> this motherfucker goes yeah. extra to go him off a cab. Like, bruh, you, you really mad at me? No, he ain't mad at him. He's just jealous. Jealous like a motherfucker. That's all it is. Jealous is a motherfucker. Uh, but yeah. Good weekend for me. Okay. Uh, my little brothers and my sister were in town this weekend. Uh, not blood, but I treat them like they're my little brothers and sisters because they might as well be. So, uh, they had a kickback. It was cool. Uh, it was dope time. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a good time. I okay. really did, man. I, I really did. It was good seeing everybody there and their faces and shit. You just be like, damn, COVID real. I ain't seen these motherfuckers in like months. Right. Cause of COVID. You'd be like, damn, I miss this shit. Mm-hmm. I think that what COVID is cause a dis- a detachment with like human interaction. Like a lot of times you notice people come back together like, ooh, how do we do this? Right. I do, haven't done this in a while. Do we do we hug? hug do we not hug? Are we doing forearm bumps? Like, do we like, head nod? What's the dap situation right. about? You, like, what's you, the dap call? Do I do the two two? Do the full five? Are we doing I don't just know. knuckle bumps or what? I don't know right I mean, now. It's in an awkward stage. Yeah, you don't want chest bump doing COVID. Yeah, I don't want man. chest bump doing COVID, but I like, get the like the side church hug. I yeah. be like, I, I don't it's know. A, it's an awkward moment when you walking up towards somebody and you recognize and you're trying them? to see. What comfort level are you with your interaction? What's your COVID level? Like, are you elbowing? Yeah. Are you knuckle bumping? Are you full hugging? I'm confused, Are you bro. full hugging? Don't full hug me. I'm not a full hugger. Right. I saw my auntie at my uh, job this weekend. I was like, auntie, because I didn't recognize her. Mm. And she took a mask down, you know, what's beneath the mask. I'm yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Auntie. And I, I out of just uh, reaction, I went to hug. But I'm like, oh, COVID, side hug. Oh, boom. I was like, damn. COVID real out here, man. Yeah, I'm quick to give you a forearm to the chest. Don't hug me, man. <laughs> you come on, you come for the hug, you can you catching that elbow to the chest. Like, uh, elbow, elbow. I wanted to say this for less my let's talk about it, but it's something important though, like for fraternity people. Like, what are y'all doing in the midst of uh COVID? Right. Like, I ran into a lot of frat. Like, today, I was at the job. I ran into a frat brother. He went for the straight grip. I'm like, bro, it's COVID right now. Y'all can't be gripping through the COVID. Yeah, I can't grip you through the COVID. Can we just doubt? I don't know what's the rules of the COVID. Yes, I've been, I've been. It's uh, different. I've been giving motherfuckers knuckle bones for years, and y'all call me standoffish. Now look at you. <laughs> now now look at you. You all standoffish. Y'all all standoffish, man. <laughs> knuckle bump is the way to go. I'm trying to tell you, get it out the way. Yeah, germs Can been you around. Five on the black inside. Germs been around way before fucking COVID came around. I've been so not like touching I've been, motherfuckers. I've been knuckle bump. I don't shake hands, man. Just hey, dap it up. Dap it up. We good. Merry yeah. Christmas. Right. 
Because <laughs> motherfuckers didn't wash their hands prior to oh COVID. Oh, God. And you know niggas nasty. Yeah, you know niggas nasty. You know motherfuckers nasty. I'm not shaking your hand. I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. I know where your hands been. Yeah. I've seen your post. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, man, it was so good to have all the family in town this weekend. My cousin Brian was in town. Uh, shout out Junior. The whole family got together this weekend. So my whole weekend consisted of family functions and kicking it. And I don't realize, like, you think I drink a lot. You know, I'm pretty good with my drink. My family, though, Mm -hmm. put me under the tape. Damn. Yeah, they go hard. (laughs) So it was one of them weekends. And I had a good ass time. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, shout out all the fam. I appreciate y'all for real. Thank you for a wonderful weekend. It was so good to see everybody. That's dope. It was so random. Everybody came in town in town at the same damn time. It's like, damn, we could have planned this shit out. We could have made this shit extra popping. But you know how that go. You got to enjoy enjoy the moment and not live like what else and shit. So yeah, we had a good dope ass time for real, for real. Shout out Bree just crossed Delta Sigma Theta. I shout see. out, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the D9. Yeah. And what else happened this weekend? Uh, Lovecraft didn't happen, but that's a whole nother story. I'll say that fact, too. Um, yeah, that was my weekend, man. All family. It was real family heavy this weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I should have... Uh, Knowing that prior to the show, to quarantine your ass for an extra week. Oh, God, I'd probably need it. You probably need it, man. I probably need it. All these out of town visits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't know what type of uh, threat level they coming from. You don't. You, you know? really don't. Well, you know, and then even then, it's like, oh, shit, it's family, though. Yeah, it's family. <laughs> Damn, what do I do? Yeah. You know, you stuck. You know, I'm waiting three days, four days later. I'm like, mm, no real symptoms. Yeah. Starts keeping that fan on too long in my bedroom. Cause, you know, and then the temperature dropped on you. The temperature dropped. So the, it went from warm to cold as fuck. And then, you know, you get the little sniffles. You're like, hold up now. Hold on. I'm hold scared. On <laughs> Was this it? Is this it? Because I can't wait to report because I'm taking them two weeks happily. Man. Yeah, I just don't want to be sick sick. I just want to be a sniffle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, I had them two weeks off in peace. And I'm going to sleep every day. But no, so yeah, it worked out. Thank God, everybody was responsible for the most part, and we had a good time. That's good. Yeah, I had a ball. What else happened? Um, uh, that's it. I'll talk about the rest of my I got time today, cause for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's going down. I got a lot. Very upset. Okay, I'm looking for my therapy session. It's going down. Speaking on the shit. Anyway, what's positive stories we got? Let's start this bitch out positive. All right. You got one? I got one. Well, you go ahead. Uh, Ferguson uh, elects his first black mayor. Uh, As you all know, Ferguson voters have elected Ella Jones as the city's first black mayor as protests over the death of George Floyd and police treatment of black communities roll into the nation. Jones, a city council member who also will be a uh, first woman to lead the St. Louis suburb, be fellow council member Heather Robnett, 
in the nonpartisan election for a three-year term that starts later this month. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reported incumbent James Knowles III could not run again due to term limits. And it's probably for the best. The, the one in Ferguson? Yes. Well, she already made it. She already made the. She already got elected, though. Right. Oh. Official. Okay. <laughs> okay. You cool. know, some shit just be temporary. They hold you in office, but then yeah. you get voted. Gotcha, gotcha. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? But, hey, salute. That's dope. Yeah, black excellence. Hey, y'all need to vote. <laughs> Have you been voted? Have you voted? And did you early vote? Did you even try? Did you voted already? Yes, sir. Yeah. I voted Friday. How long did it take you? Bro, it literally took a 10 minutes max. Really? It went so fast. That's yeah. what she said. Right. Like, yeah. I was I walked up and I'm like, damn, it's a line of about five people outside. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, how long this as soon as I walked up, next, next. And there's all angry old uh people at the door. So they efficient. You know what I'm saying? They hang you out the, the your little touchless pins, they give me your stickers. Yeah, go to the line, go down, go left, go right. Yeah. And they was ready to receive people. They had like at least 10 motherfucking me receiving stations inside that bitch. They was rotating them motherfuckers out so quick. It took me about an hour though. God damn. Yeah, I went, I went, it was a line. What day did you go on? Uh, Wednesday. Oh no, that's too early. Wednesday. You were early, early. Bro. I was going to go first day. I was going to go uh, the first voting day, but. The yeah. line was long as fuck. I was like, yeah. I ain't going to make it. So I went the next day. I'm like, I'm just going to thug it out. Yeah. But the cool part about it is it was a nice day. It was mm-hmm. a cool breeze. One too hot. Yeah. Um, there was a cat out there. I don't know. I should got his name, though. Uh, but he was out there. I went over on the, at the library on Dunbar. Okay. He was playing music. Yeah. I mean, loud as fuck. He was across the street playing music. <laughs> he he, he had the speakers out there just playing music. He was... Uh, Coming through, asking people if they needed some water. That was waiting in line. He was offering the elderly if they needed some chairs while they waiting in line. So uh, salute to that man. I wish salute. I got his name, man. He was really holding it down uh, in line. And I mean, the conversation was cool. It was all different uh, backgrounds, age groups, genders, and everybody was just, you know, keeping their distance but having a cool conversation. So it made the line go a little faster. So it took about an hour. That's what's up. And then, uh, when I first got there, I'm like way the fuck back. I'm like 30, 40 people behind. And then this this white guy, he voted. He walked out. He's like, he stopped at me. He's like, I started where you started. It took me about 45 minutes. <laughs> Not long at all. So stick it through. I said, oh, I appreciate the encouragement, man. I appreciate the encouragement. But the line went, um, the line went pretty um, you know, it was efficient. They did a good job. Shout out to all the staff up there that that took care of everybody. Uh, but yeah, it took about an hour for me though. Oh shit! Nah. Yeah, but I'm glad I knocked it out. That's dope, man. I, yeah. I applaud you for sticking with it, because you know most people won't. You know, as far as us as people, five minutes too long is the inconvenience. Like, you well, see- I've seen a lot of people that've been thugging it out though. A lot of people yeah. have been thugging out on, on this voting. Yeah, my voting. people have showed up. I'm yeah. very proud. Yeah, like me, myself, and I though. And yeah, I knew the system. I've been here before. Yeah. Do a lot of elections. Like you go that Friday, everybody pretty much got through there. They waited through the long lines and shit. Mm-hmm. Friday, usually you in and out, electric poles. I go to the main headquarters, 
That way they, it's easy in and out. Mm -hmm. No hood venues, nothing like that. I just knock it on out. Okay. It was it was very easy. That's good. So I don't want people to think that you're going to have to wait long lines. Like after that Wednesday, it, it died down a little bit. And everybody was able to just go to knock it out. So don't think it's going to be long lines for the next two weeks. Y'all still can get in there, early vote, knock it out. Please, go vote. We need you to go vote. It's, it's going to be quick and easy. Knock that shit out. For yeah. real. For real, for real. So um, my positive story goes to um, MJ, Michael Jordan. Okay. So What's up, uh, Bulls? MJ has opened his second clinic in Charlotte, his medical clinic in Charlotte, um, two weeks ago. Um, he opened one uh, like three years ago after he uh, donated $7 million to the health fund. Um, and when he opened it, the first one, it was right um, – when the pandemic really started. So they've been using it as a hub for like testing, uh, for COVID testing and things like that. So it came in perfect timing, but it's a second clinic he opened in Charlotte for people who uninsured people who don't have health insurance. They, you don't have to have coverage to be seen. He's seen over 13,000 people who needed, uh, you know, clinical aid. So one time for MJ for, uh, you know, putting his money up, for low-income families, people don't have health insurance in an area that needs uh, health insurance. What so, time for MJ, man? You he know. really has been standing on his uh, box and just been making shit happen for the people. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he catch a lot of flack for him not being as vocal. Fuck them kids. As being involved with, um, uh, I guess, the, the movement or what, any uh, political issues, but he's putting his money up and helping the people right. – in the best way he can. So, uh, shout out to MJ. And how dare you tell a motherfucker how to spend their money? Yeah. At the end of the day. <laughs> like, that's theirs. Or what? Uh, how to use that platform. Oh, God. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, uh, people talk so much shit about MJ. Like, he ain't stand up. He is like, first of all, hey, I'm just here. man. I'm a human being just like you, and I'm trying to make money and not get involved in a bunch of bullshit. Because mm -hmm. once you get involved in that bullshit... You get up out of there. Yeah, just like um, um, Lil Baby, the artist, said uh, he going to step away from his political music in that, that conversation because it changed, it changed, it brings a whole different conversation. How different? You know, going from where he came from to where, you know, he put that, you know, it's bigger than black and white. Now everybody look at him as a, in a certain type of light. He's like, right. look, I'm going to step away from that. You know, I'm going I'm to come back later in my career, but it's a little too early for me to be so... "Quote unquote woke, woke, or right. so you know." Political. But that was a hard ass album. Bro. Oh, that, Salute, bro. that song was dope. You did that shit. Man. It came in a good time. It was right on time, bro. You was needed. Yeah, but he he's not trying to be you know your your political leader. Mm -hmm. He just want, felt like he needed to say some shit. So, and I think artists should be allowed to actually speak on some real shit without having to be held to that standard of okay, now you got to talk about this every time. No, this is just the right thing to say. Yeah. That's what I got for you right now. I'm mm. still going to sell these drugs, do this shit over here. Yeah. But I'm giving you free game and honesty. Period. Yeah, that's true, though. Yeah. 
Alright. Um I'm gonna throw shout outs real quick. Uh let's do it. Throw a shout out to Kim. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kim. Happy birthday, Sleepy. Happy birthday, Sleepy. Happy birthday, Busy. Happy birthday, Busy. Scorpio season officially full effect on these hoes. Yo, all my Scorpios, I need y'all to turn the motherfucking up. We in this bitch. I wish I knew which horse was the sirens. That's not it. Nope. I can't find it. That's why he don't give you buttons, bro. I know, man. That I don't even have my headphones. I know that sounds terrible. It was. All of it's terrible. Stop pushing the buttons then. I can't help it. It's the button. I can't help but push it. Fuck. I'm looking for the well, Stop for Stop stuff. pushing the buttons, dog. I can't push the buttons no more. It all sounded horrible. I'm going to hear about this later. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. He don't have his headphones, so I don't he can't have my talk headphones. Shit. I just see how you're hitting them like that shit don't make sense. <laughs> he gonna be mad as fuck tomorrow, y'all. <laughs> we can have a good show tonight, y'all. Let's have fun. <laughs> okay. Alright. <laughs> Let's get to these topics, man. Um I got a semi-positive story. Okay. It's positive because justice was served, but I feel like more could have been done. Uh, a white team was sentenced for plotting to attack a historic black church. A 17-year-old Georgia girl was, excuse me, a 17-year-old Georgia white girl was spent four years in juvenile detention for plotting to attack a historic black church. The unnamed, let me, let me, let me further get you out of this, the unnamed... Racist teenager was arrested in November 2019 with authorities discovered her plan to kill members of the century-old Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church in Gainesville. Her sentence of plot was uh, reportedly similar to the plans of white supremacist Dylan Roof, mm-hmm. who fairly shot nine... Uh, who fatally shot... Nine, I said fairly, excuse me, Lord. Who fatally shot nine black members of the... Uh, Charleston, South Carolina Church on June 17th, 2015. Um, the fact that this team is going to jail, thank you. Now, it's juvenile. I'm upset. She's 17. Yeah. Anybody else, she would have got that charge as, as an adult. As a full adult. Mm-hmm. But because she's a Georgia white girl, mm-hmm. she gets that four years. Like, justice was sorry, but it really wasn't. Right. Like, I need that. I need that full sentence, B. I wonder how they found the plot, though. Like, how they how they find out about the shit. Oh, man. Uh, she was in class talking to her other friend about it. I about to say, probably Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's how they operate now. They snitch on their damn selves. But, uh... Papers. Yeah. Well, that's crazy, though, man. Like, when you when, yeah. you, when you read this story, I already knew that, yeah, that's a, that's a copycat. Like... Yeah, I, I heard this before. Authorities heard a tip uh, from a student at her high school. The tipster overheard the girl discussing the murder plot. Uh, according to Complex magazine, uh, officials found a T-shirt in her backpack that read "Free Dylan Storm Roof," Damn. and it features uh, swastikas on her sleeves. She also outlined her plan in a notebook. Damn. She was like, I do believe myself to be a white supremacist in her notebook uh, and on a T-shirt. 
Well, you know. She pleaded guilty to one count of criminal attempt to commit a felony. She would, com- uh, she would be committed to the Department of Juvenile J- Justice for four years where she would receive counseling and would face 10 years of probation, according to Complex's report. Hmm. Still not enough. I need this motherfucker locked up. Not yeah. only was she active, she went above and beyond to get paraphernalia. Like, nah, I'm, I'm with the shit. And then she got the, the shirt with his full name on it. Full? Who put Storm in the middle of that shit if you ain't the X-Men? Like, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. Yo, fuck that. You ain't gonna spoon fed and lie to me. Nah. It's not gonna. I'm a grown-ass adult. Like this little bitch up. Wait till I find her name. I'm gonna put it on the show. I don't give a fuck. Putting the whole name on the show. All right. So the uh, story came out to the reason why uh, uh, film writer Shonda uh, Shonda Rhimes left uh, Disney. Oh, he went shoot. to Netflix. You know, uh, Rhimes did Grey's Anatomy, Facts. Uh, Scandal, Facts. How to Get Away with Murder, the other medical show. I mean, just making. Millions of dollars for this company. Right. And she's opted to leave out. I'm out this bitch. I'm gone. So the story came out why she left after, you know, over a decade of, you know, giving them so much revenue and these damn amazing stories is it came all down to a goddamn Disney pass. Get the fuck out of here. The fact that, you know, she she had a, a Disney pass, she had families in town. And she wanted an extra pass. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, nah, we don't give out passes. She's like, yo, I, I just need an extra pass. I got one. Right. I need one for my sister in town. So they gave it to her, and it didn't work when 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 they got to the damn... Uh, oh, no! So now they embarrassed and shit. The pass didn't work, and you gave me all this flack for not giving me uh extra pass. I didn't accumulate all this fucking money for your ass. I can't get a $150 pass for my fam? That's it. That's all I asked for, bro. I'm I'm rhymes, bro. I'm like I'm I'm made Shonda motherfucking rhymes. I built this bitch like I can't get a pass. So what for me? You bitches wouldn't have no revenue. They gave me a pass and it didn't work for my family and and that was the end of the deal. She called her uh her agent. She's like, yo, I need out the deal. Like, send me to Netflix ASAP. ASAP. So Disney then fucking fumbled the bag over one of the greatest writers in our time for over a hundred fifty dollar. Uh, Disney pass. Disney pass. And she said it was, it was issues over budget and advertising creativity over the years. That was cool. She dealt with that. But she when it comes to the fact that I can't get $150. You embarrass me in front of my family? My family On the vacation? No. I'm supposed to be shutting the motherfucking around. And I can't, get, I can't get a pass to Disney? We should be, you know, we should be around this bitch free. Dog, with this, a VIP this, escorting us. I should have a goddamn... Uh, uh, a, a, a section just for me, for me, like a whole goddamn roller coaster. Own, I should have my own trolley that drives around each event where I don't even have to walk. I just honk at these peasants to move. The that fuck should out be the a way. tour guide going through all my movie, my TV shows I created for you guys, and somebody describing everything I did since I've been here as a tour. This I can't is, get hundred fifty dollars pass. This is a perfect example of. It's not about what happened. It's about the principalities involved in it. It's principalities, man. Principalities all day. Like $150 is nothing to her. It's nothing to her. She got it. It's the principality about how you disrespected me 
publicly. I cancel all this shit. So, and she did. All I've done for you, and all? I, I can't get 150 out you. Not only should I get 150, I should have had three private escorts and a villa. And I shouldn't have to ask you twice. And it really should have came yesterday. Like, I asked you, and you said, you, I can't give you one. What you mean, I can't give you one? The fuck you and mean? And then you finally get one, and shit don't work? It better be an EMT going on. Is it uh, somebody hit the electro maybe button? What's, what happened? And people saying that, you know, Disney don't usually give out free passes. That's, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who you talking about. <laughs> no fuck to y'all you niggas. I'm showing the fucking rhymes. No, you should have. I should have been escorted to the front door. Bitch, you should have let me in. Free, it had my car waiting when I got to the gate. Yeah, so she, and I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm proud of at it. At all. Because, you know, a lot of times people will uh, be in a situation where you get shitted on or don't be appreciated. And you got to stick with you it gotta, because this is where you got to get your money in. I got to eat this because, you know, like, I work no, here. No, 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 no. I'll shut this whole fucking cooking operation down. Nah, you yeah. bitches get no more new shows from me. Yeah, y'all fucked up on that one. <laughs> y'all <laughs> fucked up on that one. And y'all, yeah. and y'all feeling it, too. You should have known when I killed a whole doctor on my goddamn show, I didn't give a fuck about asking a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I shouldn't fucking have to ask twice. I shouldn't have. So I killed Dr. Dreamy. I don't give a fuck about asking some shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, y'all y'all fucked the bag up on that one. You did. Yeah. Mm, sucks to be you. But I hope this Marvel shit work out. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all fumbling in a bag left to right. Yeah. Oh, man. She pissed me off. I'm, I'm wet under. I'm, I'm mad with her. I'm mad with her, man. <laughs> I dare you. It's and then the, the fucking one CEO said, well, she has enough She has enough money to pay for a pass. Ain't about paying for no motherfucking <laughs> pass, bitch. I'm shunned the motherfucking rhymes. Yeah. I don't pay for shit around here. I built this bitch. I shouldn't have to. She should have been like Denzel. King Kong ain't got nothing around me on this bitch. Yeah, you embarrassed me in front of my fam. Oh, no. Man, I canceled all this cookie operation. Fuck a grazing them at anatomy. It's going to be a black anatomy because it's done. Dead. Out this bitch. All right. Let's get into some health shit. This is important. Uh, Over 4,400 pounds of Trader Joe's fish have been recalled. Mm. I don't know if you like me. I'm a Trader Joe's fan. Yeah. I love the, what Trader Joe's got going on over there. It's a cool environment. I don't yeah. get to go that often because, hey, I work and I don't do lines. Yeah. So, But when I do go, it's a great experience. But they fucked up and formed the bag on this one. Uh, Okra Bay Foods is recalling more than 350 cases of Trader Joe's brand gluttony-free battered halibut. Because the fish were packaged without listing milk or wheat as allergies. That's important. That's very important. You know how I many motherfuckers die off that shit? Yeah. I didn't realize how many of my friends are allergic to shit until, you know, this shit get real uh, weird, real when you ordering out publicly. Yeah. You'd be like, I can't eat that. I'm allergic to life. Like, what? No, no, seriously. I, I really can't eat no wheat products. Wheat products? You know how much shit wheat is in? You know, and the older you get, you know, your your allergies come up. You be allergic to certain shit as you get older, so you Boy, can't eat certain stuff. You really can't. You hit yeah. 35, you cut the grass, you realize you're allergic to life. Right. <laughs> Yo, I came back in my whole life. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. 
Yeah. What? What? Why am I having sinus problems? Yo, you older now. Them allergies change like a motherfucker. I had a guy work with me. Uh, he was a chef. He came from Arizona. Yeah. And he came down here, and he was like, he been there for a week. He didn't miss like two days. And he's like, man, I just can't deal with it. So he went to the doctor. He allergic to everything in Arkansas. Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah. He was allergic to like five different things. So he had to keep an EpiPen on him because never know when something's going to fuck with him. And I heard about that allergic test. And so, yeah. like, they had to put a whole bunch of shots in this motherfucker to even feel out, figure out his allergy. Yeah, to figure out what's fucking wrong. And he had, like, five different things that was fucking with him. He like, five is a lot of shit. Like, you got to go move back home. Yeah, he moved back home. Yeah, you got to make this shit work with your family. He almost died. Damn. At work. He had to stick himself. Arkansas literally killed you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill it, your it, ass. It happened to a lot of people yeah. before. Stick yourself, Tony. Stick. <laughs> he had to stick himself. <laughs> he pulled that pen out. <laughs> no pens. Tony almost did make no it. pens ain't cheap. Tony, I came in for two days. Nope. Nope. Something ain't right. Yeah. So yeah, the allergies is. You be allergic to shit, man. It can it can take you out the game. It take you out the whole game. You don't even know you're allergic to shit until it fuck with you. Until it fuck with you. Yeah. Oh man. I almost said R.I.P. Tony, but he's still alive. He just yeah. had to get the fuck up out of Arkansas. Oh, your best decision. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, your president and the uh, GOP have decided to go on and uh, swore in Amy Conan Barrett as the newest Supreme Court Justice. If this is not the biggest misappropriation of power, the most despicable shit I've ever seen publicly yeah. I don't know what the fuck is like you look at the Supreme Court as like people that no matter what like yeah they have the political backings but no matter what yeah. they gonna give you a fair decision Yeah, they literally let this bitch walk in a week before election like nothing was wrong. Mind you, there's a whole stimulus package that need to be voted on. A whole other pandemic, other shit that need to be voted on. Medicare, uh, just a gang of shit that would actually help the people. And they said, nope, we're going to swear this bitch in, though. Know? That's what we're going to do. All right. Y'all keep all that other bullshit to yourself. People. If y'all don't go vote for people like Jocelyn uh, Elliott, uh, it's going to continue to be this type of shit. Like, you have to go vote, y'all. They literally bullied gang the whole shit because they had the House and the Senate. They can do it. Right. Because y'all not voting. I get y'all think your vote don't matter. But on certain shit, simple shit, it does. It really does, man. Shit should not be allowed. It's, it's just, oh man, it's horrible. So, for all you people who like to have those abortions, good luck. Don't think it's gonna last much longer. What, people like to have abortions? Some people do. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a fail safe. Uh -huh. They use it often. Yeah. No. None of the women like it, of course, but these deadbeat daddies, some of them do. You watched the, uh, the third presidential debate? No, I worked. Yeah. Because guess what? We're in the middle of fucking COVID. <laughs> I had no choice. 
yeah. had to go to work. I uh, saw highlights and replays, and honestly, I'm glad I didn't watch it. Yeah, it wasn't worth nothing. It was the most disrespectful shit on earth. When this motherfucker got to compare it, like, I do a lot for African-Americans and La- La Lincoln. I'm just looking like, is this motherfucker serious? And it was just clips, but the 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 energy alone from those clips, I was like, yep, glad I skipped this bullshit. Yeah, it just frustrates me because Biden does not... He does not have the uh, the moxie to uh, to combat with Trump. Trump really is just does. a whole hot head, and he's out here going. He going to talk shit and get up on your skin, and he knows this. So Biden just took all his energy not to respond in a negative like, manner. But at the same time, you got all these facts and these numbers in front of you, Joe. But you're not using them. Like, don't listen to Michelle. Like when she say go high, uh, hit low, go high. Now fuck that, hit low too, Joe. Quit being nice. Yeah. So put this nigga on blast, Joe. He can't Joe. put his words together. And Joe was stuttering so much, man. Oh, it was man, just like, ridiculous. Y'all had four years to get a, a candidate, a solid mind. I could have seen Maxine Waters all day. I don't know why. I could see her running and winning this shit. But no. You got stumbling Joe in this bitch, and we got no choice to deal with it. And then they decide to put a mute button in there, so because you know Trump does never shut up. He never shuts. But up. they ain't never use the, the the mute button. Like use the What's fucking the mute fuck button. Point of it, like it's plugged in for no reason at all. But I'm gonna keep it here and let you know I got it. Yeah. So it was it was interesting. It's entertaining. I tell you that much. But it it doesn't it doesn't give you anything. It, they don't speak on topics that you want. They don't give you no answers. They just use their time. To disrespect the next person. This is the most. I'm like, dog, tell me what you want to do, or tell me what your plan is, or what you're going to do about it. How you feel about it? They ain't got nothing. No. This is the most disrespectful redneck trailer park election I've ever seen in my life. Like the debates, all of this shit. It's just meth heads fighting. Look like it's just ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. And we still, as people, have to sit here and look at this shit. We got yeah. both these old ass niggas going back and forth of <laughs> shit that they barely even know about. It's it's just it's sad, man. Like this is why your vote is important. Like you need to have people be aware. All right, you putting two motherfuckers that's plus seventy in this office, not really cool with me. Need somebody a little younger that know what the fuck is going on. Right. This is getting out of hand. My oh, biggest problem about Obama it Obama is 15, younger, 15 years younger than these motherfuckers combined. My problem with the whole uh, topics is when when you speak on issues of, of black people, both candidates, all they did was talk about how they want to do better as far as uh, prison reform and do better as far as... Uh, getting more jobs or, get, or, or improving the ghetto. Like, all black people live in the ghetto and all black people go to jail. Like, like, you're trying to cater to shit that you think that all niggas go through. There is niggas that go through jail. It is There's niggas lie. that's in the hood. It is But at the same lie. time, all black people We are not going through that. So you're trying, to, you're trying to cater to a certain type of group like that's the majority, and the group you catered to don't vote. They ain't really vote. Fuck. Yeah. What part of it y'all not getting? I was like, you trying to tell people 
you know, black people are intelligent, beautiful people that are out here doing things. Yeah, I hear you, but most of y'all to get all right. That's what y'all at? I'm gonna leave y'all out. Like, bruh, I don't I don't think you're getting it. And I don't know why it's so hard for them to get that. They old. That's <laughs> all I know. That's all I know. Even our people back in the day, we're still trying to get it. Like they were out there handling business and shit. Like only ghetto motherfuckers that happens because y'all introduced crack to the neighborhoods. But other than that, people are still out there working and trying to get it. Man, that mentality gotta die out. It's just, oh man, it's just, it's just gonna be forever be a stumbling block for us. I know, maybe COVID is a good thing for these high risk motherfuckers. Get these old people out of here. Not my parents. That's fucked up. Get the old races out of here. I don't know. I don't know what to say. They don't want to wear a mask anyway. <laughs> the whole swearing in ceremony, nobody had a mask on. Like, come on, man. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Get them out of here. Yeah. Um, judge dismisses one charge against former cop in Floyd's death. I have a problem with this whole headline. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't want to talk about the judge name, the cop's name, nobody's name but Floyd, though. Right. Not even his full name, Floyd. That's what they did. Shout out Minneapolis AP. Associated Press, you failed as a journalist on this headline. Uh, Minneapolis judge uh, has dismissed a third-degree murder charge filed against the former Minneapolis police officer who pressed his knee against George Floyd's neck but the more serious second-degree murder charge remains. Hippin County District Judge Peter Cahill's ruling was dated Wednesday and made public Thursday. Cahill said that there was enough probable cause for second-degree murder charge and manslaughter charge against Derek Chavin. Uh, mind you, we had the second paragraph, and we just not talking about the cop's name right. that's on this motherfucker's neck. The whole article is just disrespectful. To proceed to trial, Cahill also denied defense requests to dismiss the aiding and abetting counts against three former officers, Thomas Lane, Jay Krugan, and Tao Thao. Yeah, I, I can feel if you're going to throw one of the charges out, that some way they're going to try to throw the, the second the second degree out. Right. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It just don't make no sense. Like, why would you throw any of them out? Why would you just throw any them, of them? Let it, let it go through, you know, the pro- proper process. The proper challenge. Yeah. It's, you know, stop taking shit off the table. Because what it feels like is Breonna Taylor all again. It's like, the district attorney, Daniel, decided that, uh, you know what? Only thing that we can charge is ours with is shooting the wall. The bullets that miss Breonna. We'll charge them with that. Like, no, you have the power to charge him with the full shit. Take the shit to court. Full jury of 12. Take it to court. Take it to court, all three charges. What the fuck are we arguing about? Right. Shit is disrespectful, man. It's fucking disrespectful. All right, so uh, MGM has won the film right auction to the uh, Richard Pryor story. Hey, I was gonna talk about that in my movies. And good job. Um, thank you. And they have decided to partner with uh Blackish creator 
Kenya Barris. Damn, he just got hired last week. So <laughs> for what? The same job. Oh. They literally just announced it on the radio. Kenya Barris was gonna be yeah, doing it. If they ain't fired already? No, they correct. They 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 linked up with him. Okay, okay. Yeah, so okay, he's gonna cool. be the he gonna be the uh, director of it. Okay, I thought you said he got fired. Like God damn, he just got hired. No, so this be his first film, his directorial debut on a film. Uh, so shout out to Kenya. I think it's uh, I think Black as Fuck was the dopest thing on TV. Dopest shit ever. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Blackish. I think it's necessary. So I, it is. I, I believe he'll do a great justice to the Richard Pryor story. Facts. You know that was supposed to do one um, starring uh, Mike Epps and Oprah and Eddie Murphy as the the father and shit, but that never started with the film. So yeah. Um, I wonder if Mike Epps still gonna be signed on. That's a good question. That's a good question. Cause um, I can't really see too many people doing it besides uh, Mike. Hell, hell, can you play Richard? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Can do you, what you, you do, you, Ken. You gonna, you gonna start and directing your own film, man? Do your shit, man. Yeah, I think you know he he's necessary though. He's yeah. very necessary. So salute to you, sir. Salute. All right. Uh, Ex-NYPD officer ordered to pay $1 million to black Tennessee woman whose home he broke into before hurling racial slurs. <clears throat> Does anyone remember Michael J. Reynolds, the former officer with the New York Police Department who f- flew to Nashville, Tennessee to attend a three-day bachelor party in 2018 and ended up breaking into the home of a black woman, uh, Kanisa Holla Brenton, we're going to go with that, and her first sons, who lived next to the Airbnb he was staying in. You might remember that Reynolds hurled racial slurs at the family, cursed at them, and even threatened them with violence. You might also remember that he was sentenced to 15 days in jail behind the offense, but somehow wasn't removed from the force. Well, now more than two years after the incident, a federal district judge has ruled that the clannish ex-cop must pay $1 million to the black family he terrorized. First, here's what The Root reported in January. At around 2.30 a.m. at January 9, 2018, Reynolds scene came to the home, disrespectful as fuck. Disrespectful as fuck. <laughs> Reynolds claimed <clears throat> Reynolds claimed he mistook uh, Halliburton's crib home for his Airbnb. You know, officers have a real tendency of mistaking homes. I don't know what's going on with that lately. Yeah. You know, that's like, I thought it was mine. Right. Like, bruh, it's a whole family in this bitch. Why would a whole family be living in your shit? Right. <laughs> like, it's four kids. Like, go locks in three beds. Yeah. Kind of we got a shit. Do you think we're just privileged from home to home? Just like, ooh, this look like a nice bed to stay on and I'm shit. I'm just going to squat here. You don't see none of your furniture in this shit. None of this shit look kind of familiar. You don't see no cars outside that you recognize. Right. You fucked up from this way. Now you just going in. Right. You hear Boosie badass playing when you walk inside. You don't play Boosie yeah. in your house. You're going to walk in in this bitch. Shout out Judge Eli Richardson, who approved a $1 million settlement against Reynolds on Monday. Salute. So he has to pay it himself? The the, the, the officer has to pay $1 million to this family. His fucking self. You know how much money I make? I ain't got a fucking million dollars. You know how much overtime? Well, he still has his job, so guess what? 
It's coming out that check one way or the other. God damn. <laughs> you want your job? Okay. He gonna kill more. Nigga. I'll quit. <laughs> I'll fucking quit, man. I ain't got. I ain't got a judge. I ain't got it. Cause I'm basically working for you, niggas, bro. Yeah, I'm, like I'm just working to pay off this damn million dollars. God damn. Damn. That's up. So uh, yeah. Salute, Queen. Yeah, re- of course he cleared uh, uh, bankruptcy. Of course. <laughs> got to. Yeah, they say he only gonna uh, the family only gonna collect a small portion, but regardless, yeah, you gotta collect the portion. Yeah, give me that. Run me that. I'm gonna need mine. I'm gonna need all of mines. So yeah, now, that's my last story. I want to talk about Offset, but I'm good. Yeah. Yo, be careful driving while black, man. Real out in these streets. Always. Uh, you ain't the source? No, sir. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. Shot. Tippy Bartender will be right back. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys. She can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG. Addicted Craft. Detail. It's a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or EconoAutoDetail.com. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Style, one of the best in the business. You can find him at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holla at Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. Act 2. Yeah. Movies, TV, music. Fix my life. Yep, yep. All that. All that shit. All of it. <laughs> we here, baby. What's good, people? Let's get into some of these uh, movie news. Netflix has decided to uh, debut a show called Colin in Black and White finds its Kaepernick. So basically, Netflix has done uh, are gonna do a Colin Kaepernick movie. And a they movie? Found it, yep. And they finally found a black actor that could fit the role. Okay. And he looked just like that little nigga. Who is Juicy Smule? 
<laughs> Damn near. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Uh, I should have asked uh, one of the Ross's kids. Jaden Michael. Okay. Well, it's probably Miguel. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, salute. I mean, they're going to do a story about uh, Colin from uh, growing up to uh, college to his deformative year, his, uh, years of protest and salute. Do you really want to see a Colin, Ka- uh, Colin Kaepernick movie? It's a limited series, so yeah. Netflix. What, what else we got to watch? Who else? Who else SCL we want to see blown out on Sunday Night Football? What else we going to watch? I don't know. I don't know if I really want to watch a movie right now from Colin. Like, what? What? What's the end game on that story? Uh, it's to bring attention to social justice. No, I'm saying like, what? How the story going to end? Uh, that nigga now got a job. <laughs> Shit, me. Yeah. Uh, once again, NFL is showing that they don't fuck with niggas. I mean, I don't know how you want it to end. Yeah, I, 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 I wish it would. It will they'll wait a little bit longer till he can have like a, a a great feel good ending to the story. Right now, I don't I don't have it. Don't, it's not a feel good story. Yeah, because nobody giving him a job still. Fuck the job. I'm not worried about him playing the NFL. I'm talking what, about you know saying like his uh. What feel the, good story would you want? A culmination of like like his actions or what he did changed the narrative of the NFL or. There's a different type of approach to how they still don't allow the players to protest publicly. They still don't allow the players to uh, speak their minds, you know, or just a change in the game. Like, it should be a feel-good story at the end of the game. Right now, it's just up in limbo, mm-hmm. you know. So, it's I, I think it's just a it's this clickbait. You know, Colin Kaepernick is a, is a, a, a name to use, but what's the end of his story? It's, it's, it's not an end of it right now. It's still, a, it's still pending. So yeah, very pending, but I think it'd be a good watch. I really just just to see the progress. Like this is the shit that happened that we don't never talk about or see or get to see. So I'm interested to see what they display. They yeah. might not show everything. They might show all of it. I just want to see what they're gonna talk about. Yeah, it's a little too early right now. I feel. You. Um, shout out to Victoria Mahoney, who's directing a one uh, on-the-run action flick starring Sterling K. Brown and Kerry Washington. Uh, basically, it's like a move over uh, the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. These two characters are playing spy characters that's kicking ass and taking names. And they're black. Okay. So uh, it should be a good movie, honestly, because the director, Victoria, not she not shabby with her shit. She done directed Star Wars. You know, uh, she done co-directed a Star Wars movie. She directed uh, many of, uh, what's the name of this show? Uh, the show that make everybody cry. <laughs> this is us. This is us. You know, she been on her A game for a minute now, so she finally get her own movie. 
Okay. And she's directing two actors that go hell. Like Sterling Brown and uh, Kerry Washington have never been on the slump as far as giving acting to me. So I'm looking forward to this movie. Uh, it'll debut in about six to eight months. So I'm looking forward to this motherfucker. Okay. Salute. Salute. Oh, what else we got? Uh, I'll tell you, I ain't watched shit, though, so I don't have nothing for this segment, dog. I ain't watched not a goddamn thing. <laughs> what is shit? All I've been watching is, like, The Office on repeat. The Office of Porn. Yeah. I ain't watched porn. Damn. I ain't watched porn. Everything all right? I mean, I'm, I'm good. You want to talk about it? No, I'm good, man. No porn? I haven't been watching porn. Oh, man. Um, I'm sorry for you. You know, sometimes you get to that level, you know. No, I didn't see it all. I'm I waiting for that level. I think you're just going through a dry spot. I'm waiting for the, uh, oh, no, sir. No, I just, uh, I'm waiting for the next season to drop, I guess. I didn't see it all. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> what laugh is that, though? Where the fuck you get that laugh from? Oh, no. We'll, we'll, we'll ball that shit up and put it away. <laughs> no. Nobody wants that laugh. No, fuck that. <laughs> that shit's funny. Um. Uh, A new uh, reboot of Saved by the Bell is coming out. Really? Yes. Mm. They got uh, AJ Slater. He's going to be the gym teacher. You got uh, the bitch that was in the Las Vegas movie. Mm -hmm. She's going to be in that bitch. Jesse. Jesse. You got Zach and uh, the other Jesse coming back. Uh, so yeah, say by the bell get a reboot. And if y'all not a say by the bell friends like we are, like for me, I grew up on. I watched the, a whole four seasons of Say by the Bell. Mm-hmm. I went through a lot of shit with Say by the Bell. First time I learned about pills and addiction, like oh that shit real. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time I learned about being popular and being not. You know, like yo, you gotta be known. You gotta make a name for yourself. Right. This motherfucker's not gonna respect you in these streets. Saved by the Bell was a cultural movement. And the fact that they're giving it a reboot and the way they're giving it a reboot should be very interesting. Is uh is Lisa Turner gonna be in there? I ain't seen no pictures of Lisa Turner. I'm not here for now, it. Now it's a lot of white people in that bitch. Yeah, my brother used to call the show Saved by the White People. Saved by the White People. And until you start watching it, he enjoyed it, but yeah. there's a lot of white people. It's uh, so basically they making a uh a a pun off all the white people that's privileged mm-hmm. being in there. So they integrate a lot of like quote unquote urban thought people, society minded individuals. Okay. And try to introduce base out how to like, yo, this is real life. So that's the little scheme of it all. So they're like they they banging a company out of base of houses for rich white people, but they also let you know like, hey, uh, it's broke people live over here too. You know that, right? So that's what they trying to do. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm a fan of Say by the Bell. 
Lady by the Bell never went too wrong. They, they always kept you 100. What else we got? Uh, Low Lovecraft this week. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. I'm a, I think I'm going to watch it. I'm going to binge watch it over again. Just it's a lot of shit that happen. I missed. A lot of shit that I ain't. I, I, I'm seeing a lot of shit on my Twitter feed that I didn't recognize or I didn't put together. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely um, binge watch it again just to see what I, I missed. Like, yeah. I saw something where uh, Tick said something about a chick in the, uh, in the hood gave him the book. And the dad was like, with a robotic arm. And that was... D, he had was so yo, I'm about to I'm about watch, to watch this shit. Yeah. Shout out my Lovecraft family. Shout out Tico Nature. Yo, watch the hell out of some Lovecraft. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do on Sundays now. Yeah, it's nothing going on right now. Nothing. It's, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. And my uh my my uh my TV app, my uh movie app is not working, so I can't catch up. I can't finish goddamn uh Gangs of London. Oh no, baby! Yeah, so I'm my f- best New Orleans accent. That was terrible. I'm about to find out another way know, to watch it, it though. I'm about to find another way to watch it. You gotta watch this shit, bro. Yeah, the I'm, Gangs I'm, of London goes so fucking hard and gritty. Like people uh, came over this weekend, family in town. Like when we watch, I just put Gangs in London on. Like, look, just check it out. It's some gangster shit. Mm-hmm. It was like, he set a nigga on fire. I'm interested. It was like, I told you. Yeah. I told you. Gangs in London go hard. And, uh, yeah, so looking for new TV shows is a struggle right now. I'm trying to redefine it. Uh, my anime is not what it should be right now. Uh, they're in the middle of a uh, season switch, I guess, to say. That's... It makes sense. They're going to the fall, so it's been a lot of season finales and season openings. So we're trying to figure that shit out. Black Clover is still on fillers. I'm getting annoyed. They're almost back to the main storyline, thank God. Finally. But yeah, I need that shit to come together. Anything else? Any other movies, TV shows I'm missing? Like, TV sucks right now. Yeah, um, yeah, I ain't watching nothing else, man. Shout out to the Niners, man. We beat the Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this, it's the simple wins. It's the small ones, man. That's all that matters. Heck yeah. Uh, oh, shout out to the, the Cowboys getting their ass kicked. Man. Yo, your Cowboys fans are very quiet right they now. They didn't get the ass kicked. They got the ass it. raped. Pause. Wow. Okay. It was bad. I, yeah. It was bad. Not only did they try to make somewhat of a comeback, when they did, their quarterback got hurt. There's nothing they could do. They literally in the backgrounds like, what is life? Shout out Cowboys fans. Sorry for you right now. Yeah. Not really, but sorry for you right now. Yeah, but I ain't watching nothing else, though, man. That's all I got. That's what's up. Music news. All right, so excuse me. I listened to a, a a few things. Let me see if I can retract on this one. Okay. I listened Some to um, um Dave East Karma Three. 
Oh, uh, it's the deluxe version, so he has some extra songs put into it. I'm a Dave East fan, man, right. real New York nigga, uh, who got <laughs> who has bars. You said real nigga. You just said with the energy like you was born there. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> no, okay, you're not. I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> no, you're not. Look, anybody know me? I'm from Brooklyn. So. Okay, West Side Twenty Second. Okay, cool, all day. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been to New York three times. I'm from Brooklyn. Dude. <laughs> 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 this nigga really came over here. It was like I'm from Brooklyn. You know, real recognize real. He from the street. Like, yeah, bro, wait, man, wait. The, the streets. I can't let that shit just pass. Like, the bro. streets embrace me, man. <laughs> no, the streets like, embrace me. It's like, you a gay man in a little rock, nigga. Nigga, nigga actually, cool Harlem gave me love, man. So I'm. I'm <laughs> It's my second home, man. I will say one thing about going out of town and saying you're from Little Rock, you get love everywhere. Yeah. But what you're not gonna do is say that you're Brooklyn. Nigga, yeah, I can go to I can walk in the streets of Brooklyn, no problem, man. No, I don't think that's just the case anyway, all the time. Davey's deluxe album was, was uh I appreciate Davey's. Uh he's a and the reason I appreciate him because he <laughs> you can tell his uh his roots and his, his upbringing. like he's a fan of the locks. Mm-hmm. He had the album with uh, Styles P. Uh, you know, he just give a lot of love for the people I, I, I appreciate in rap. So one time for Davies. One time for Davies. Um, he got a lot of fl- he got a lot of flack for uh, them saying he, he re- he's really not a crip. Uh, oh, on Love been hating on a lot of motherfuckers lately. on Love yeah, of all true. people. He been hating on a lot of people. What's wrong with Faison? And trying to stay relevant. Uh, you know, he said that shit about Tupac and shit. So, um, uh, I, I appreciate it. Now, uh, Alchemist, uh, the Alchemist dropped the album mm. called uh, "The Fool Villain." Mm. Now, Alchemist is a top tier producer. He's been doing things for years. He put albums out. I'm a fan of Alchemist, but this one, I don't know what the fuck it was. It's not a. It's not a, like nobody's rapping. Oh, nobody's rapping. It's pretty much him dropping beats and people. It's like sound clips of people talking about food. Talking about people. Food. People just having conversation about different food. Fucking with me right now? Yeah, it just. I mean, you listen to it, and I'm I'm listening to it while I'm in the gym, and it's just people talking over beats about like, yo, you got to put some spice. This is spicy. This is, you know, you need to put some more this on that one. I don't like that. I love this spot. Yeah. you should. And yep. then just conversation over beats. And I look at my damn track list. I'm on track five. Like, yeah, I've been damn. talking for five fucking beats yo, this about that, food. This is that freestyle album. It's just like, <laughs> uh, uh, it's just, it's no, nobody, I didn't, I got after five, I like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. Because nobody actually rapped. They just it's just it's just audio of conversation about going to different places, eating. Niggas make over albums beats. about anything. Yeah, so I don't know. It's called the food villain, man. I it's it's different. He he stole the motherfucking track without talking about food. I give you that. It's different, man. And you know the beach was nice. It, it grew, but I didn't. I expect somebody to start spinning yeah. some bars eventually. Yeah. So I binked that shit. Yeah. Um, Ty Dollar Sign dropped an album called Featuring Ty Dollar Sign. He did. And there's a uh uh a meme going around about how, you know, people love Ty Dollar Sign when they he's featured on a on the track, but right. his albums, they're not a fan of it. 
Right, no, because mm, I'm not going to go there, but honestly, it's like his albums are subpar. Yeah. But he called in all his features on this motherfucker. Everybody came on this motherfucker. Everybody. Yeah, everybody came through this motherfucker. And I rolled to it. Like, it was a vibe. Like, right. Everybody, he had some good shit on that. It was a good one. I, I appreciate it. Um, I'm not the biggest Ty Dolla Sign fan. Even on his features, I just get, I understand what he's doing. I tell you, now I'm not a big Ty Dolla fan. Yeah, but I, I understand what he does and what he brings to a track. I mean, he's good at what he does. It's not like I'm just searching for a tie. But this album was pretty dope, though. I liked it. I appreciate it. Now, my girl, Days Loaf. Days Loaf in the building? Yeah, she she dropped the project Sell Soul 2, and it was a no for me. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh I don't know what she's doing on this one though. Like, you can tell she doesn't have. Uh, I don't know. I can't say that. She's just, she's making music for herself. Like she's just dope. she's doing it. She don't have to, she don't have to put a project out to make make money. I think she's independent. If I'm, I'm not mistaken, I'm being happy on my own. And she's just talking about things she want to talk about. And you know, when she dropped "Try Me," that was one of my favorite records for about a year. I played that <laughs> shit on repeat. It was so dope, but Days Loaf album, she's basically talking about shit she want to talk about, and it's not like it's really hard. So I, I wasn't a fan of it. That's real. And my throwback albums are uh, Wale Shine mm. and UGK, UGK Riding Dirty. Oh, come on now. Now um, you talking to me. Yeah, so those my throwbacks, man. And then I listened to some old uh, UGK just singles, man. God that, damn it, they ain't talking to me. That fat, that that uh, back, front, back, front, back, side to side is like that's when, I, that's when I first got introduced to UGK. Come on now. And then when Pimp C came on the track and it was like, uh, I got the '64 Chevy baby. in my yard. Uh, Y'all was like, who is the? Fuck is this? Cause this nigga changed lives with it, nigga. I'm talking about some, in my uh, garage. Got I the mean, light. pocket full of stones. Like Come on. this shit was like changed the game for me as far as I'll be a music fan. If, and I'm gonna give a shout out to my homeboy Jay. One time for Jay Will. One time for Jay Will. He put me on UGK. He one put me on uh, uh, pocket full of stones and back from back. I was like, who is these niggas? This shit was hard. Shout he put out me Jay Will. And then Jay said. He told me years ago, he was like, Lil Wayne gonna be the best rapper alive. Yeah. And this was back when this was back in Guerrilla Warfare hot boy shit. Uh-huh. And I was like, nigga, Lil Wayne is not even the nicest nigga on his group. Right. How you gonna be the best rapper alive? And years Can't later, Wayne killed the game for several summers. So I give I gotta give Jay his props as far as musical ear. Shout out Jay. But uh, yeah, those are my throwbacks, man. UGK no one knows. I am a UGK fan. My friends are actually annoyed at the level of UGK fandomness that I have. Like, if we go on a road trip and I get the auxiliary cord, everyone already knows what's going to be played. It's not the fact that you're a UGK fan. It's the fact that that's all you fucking know. Like you have no range on your music. Like you, we all know you're gonna play UGK. What's the problem here? I, I feel like it's a problem here that it's not a because, problem. Because because if you pass somebody the auxiliary cord and they like, okay, I wonder what we're gonna play. We pass your ass. We already know what the fuck you gonna play. It's UGK. What's the problem? 
So why we gonna pass it to you? We're the best. We could just play it ourselves. They're the best. I don't know why we play it other people. I mean, saying though, that like we already know what you're gonna play. Listen to the whole album. We've have several times. <laughs> and we're going to keep listening to them. God damn. It's usually K over everything. We're on a road trip, like, all right, it's my turn, man. Let me get a car. You know what's coming my What's way? That bullshit, man. Don't let me be driving, nigga. You know you usually can't fit a play. I don't give a fuck. They be all right. Fuck them niggas. Man, shit. You just came for the ride all goddamn day. I don't give a fuck what they say. You know what I'm saying? It's all UGK. Bars. Yeah. Yeah. Never get his nigga to court. Oh, God. You know who's been the block. Ever, ever play. UGK playing. Just branch out a little bit, dog. What the fuck them other niggas? You gonna vibe to this UGK. You gonna have a good time. You gonna get the two states. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My throwback to uh black uh back to black. You know, music list, you know. Throwback track. Uh shout out to J. Cole, Revenge of the Dreamers, three. Yeah. Under the Sun, Dreamville, J. Cole, uh, Luke, and the Baby. I bumped the fuck out of that under the sun track. That shit went so fucking hard. When I tell you J. Cole was in his motherfucking bag on that first verse, like, disrespectfully in his bag. Yeah. Like, bruh, if you haven't listened to it, I need y'all to just listen to it one good time. Listen to Under the Sun. Listen to J. Cole pop that bitch off. Like, ain't nothing new under the sun. Ain't nobody fucking with sun. Like, my nigga shitted on this whole track. And people just, like, played them to the left. But, yo, that shit went hard. I mean, the album was dope. I had to go back and listen to it and realize how dope it was. Right. You know, when you do, like, a uh, a compilation, like, a different artist, mm-hmm. the vibe changes. But they got some jewels in that goddamn album. They do. Uh, I, What I still don't understand, like, I talk about when we talk about this album when it first came out, like, uh, Kendrick on that shit twice, and he's not even—he's not even mentioned. Not even mentioned. Like what? What? <laughs> I know it's it's Dreamville and and uh uh Top Dog and and uh, but I'm saying like, why why you don't put your name on the album? I think it's like a best friend dispute. Like the best friends get along, but the record labels don't. So they just giving each other's free tracks, not saying that. I don't know what it is, but I don't know what can, it is. You can give him the credit for doing the hook because he's killing that shit on the hook. Yeah. So. Man. Yeah, and it's, they got a song on there. It got two artists. I'm still waiting for the uh, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar album that I should have got. And that uh, producer-ass nigga gonna come out and say, it'll never be an album. Nigga, we don't hear from you. <laughs> Fuck you mean it's not gonna be an album. That's the album I need. Oh, God. Do you really want a Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole album? Yes. You do? Yes. I don't. Why not? I don't think I don't think their styles mesh together. Get the fuck out of here. That'd be awesome together. Man, come on, man. You didn't even hear you, you I know you heard. I know I made you listen to this motherfucking uh mix CD they did together. They did a mix CD together? Yes. Black and white or whatever it was. They killed that shit. You talking about they was rapping over each other's beats? Yes. That's not an album together. They was rapping over each other's beats. Man, imagine what could happen if they did an album together. I don't, I'm not here for it. Man, you just too out. Man, you 
closed-minded in this bitch. That shit will go hard, bro. You How up. am I closed-minded? They got two different styles. Man, that's the beauty of it. The two styles are going to synthesize together and be beautiful. Synthesize together. And be beautiful. Uh, yeah, nigga, that's a real word. And it I, means I go together. It wasn't, though. You know what I'm saying? saying? You, don't you, cha- you chasing... You chasing you chasing uh, names and shit. Like I don't think them two together would be a, a dope album together. I know it'd be a dope album together. You crazy, tripping? That'd be a dope ass album together. Oh my god, that'd be a dope album. Yeah, they both got depth. Just imagine it combined, man. Mm. I just know it could work. I just know it could. Yeah, because I've seen a few projects they've been on together. Besides the one that just rap off each other's beats. But, man, them two right there, the album would be dumb. Yeah, so you, you think it'll be on uh, UGK uh, Outcast level? You think it'll be on some... Uh, okay, first of all, no one's reaching the goddamn international players at them level. That shit's just classic. All right, I'm saying so. What it'll be on some? It'll be like underneath it, like as a baby, like you know what? Two geniuses came together and did an album together. That's dope. Oh, like uh, Nas and Kanye. Okay, cool. Okay, first of all, no. <laughs> the Nas and Kanye. Because Kanye album was didn't terrible. have no beats for Nas, and it was horrible. And I was very disappointed. I'm just saying though, man. No, 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 no. Because Kanye, I just seen Kanye give Alicia Keys a beat that was golden. And write half her chorus. That was awesome. So I know Kanye could do better. So that Kanye Nas album don't count. Okay. But what you're not gonna do is say that J. Cole and Kendrick can't do it. I know it'll be awesome. All right, just prove me wrong then. Drop the album. I wish then... I could. I don't have this power. Yeah, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Kendrick and, and Cole. Because they listening and they they know yeah. that they need to. I agree completely with just, you. Just on that prove one. me wrong on that one. Prove then. us wrong. No, prove me wrong because you said it's gonna be dope. Yeah, because he is the motherfucking black sheep. Yeah, prove him wrong. Prove me wrong. Yeah. Any other music? Nah, that's all I listen to. Oh, I gave you five albums, dog. Okay, cool. I know it was like one of them. You, you did gave me one you. single. Okay, this is not even my segment. <laughs> I got like three segments today. What am I supposed to do? Provide your segment too? Please. God damn. Please. How much work do I got to do, people? <laughs> Fuck. I got to do. What movies, more do you want TV? from me? What more do you want from me? I'm fighting for my life. This is shit. <laughs> Please. Don't ask. God damn. <sighs> oh, man. You know what it is. It's time for Fix My Life. It's extra long for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because you don't have headphones on. Maybe. I heard it longer. That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. <laughs> I need to find these bitches. I should have been throwing my, my, my papers out. And we're here. Paper throw. You heard it. I did. Well, some people did. If you heard the mic, you heard the paper get thrown. <laughs> Dear Power Lunch Out, mm. 
I am unsure how to handle a coworker who is constantly on their cell phone. Parentheses, hidden between their legs, close parentheses, during their four-hour work shift. I've reminded them to leave their phone in their car since they have a hard time not checking it or texting during work hours. We have spoken several times about this unacceptable behavior, which improves for two days and then reverse back to using their cell phone as usual. In this generation, acceptable behavior that I'm missing, I'm in my mid-50s. That's your problem right there. I can live without texting friends and family while I'm supposed to be working, but they seem to have the need to have their phone in their hands all the time. The manager ignores this behavior, so that's not an avenue I can pursue. Please help. Peeved in Pennsylvania. See, mm. you want to say something? Go ahead. Um, from a person that deals with this generation, as far as cell phones, man, it's, it's a it's a ongoing fight. Like these kids are, they brought up on their cell phones. In fact, like, that's all they know. They live through their cell phones. It, it's it's a it's a very much so ongoing fight. For you to be in a position not to uh, rectify this this problem, it's not your fight. It's not like, your let fight. It, let it go. Like your managers don't give a fuck. Your managers not dealing with because they know it's 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 a it's a fruitless <laughs> battle. It's like yo yo. You can say something and then they do it again. Like all right, cool. You 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 deal with that, and the next person coming, they're gonna be dealing with their phones again. The phones is, is part of life right now. It's happening. Yeah, it's happening. So you got people lighting their houses for three months at a time with no other avenue but their phones, tablets, and their laptops. People are connected, right? Like real life connected through these cell phones. So it's like trying to take away, you know, your access to your people, right? And you can harp on it. You can do all the things. You can fire everybody you want to. But the next person coming in gonna be on the same shit because that's how they brought up. Same shit. You're not. You're not in a position to uh, rectify it. Just, just leave it. Let it go. You, you fifty and you don't understand. You don't get it. So it's beyond you. It's beyond you. So just, just take it what it is and, right. and worry about something your else. Your friends don't know how to use cell phones. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, check your phone every day because you wasn't brought up like that. Right. These, side note, these kids all. They, that's all they fucking know. Right. Side note, my parents in the seventies and they text their ass off. So <laughs> shit, you can do better. You just choose to be stubborn. I mean, texting is one thing. You get that. That's part of conversation. But right. these kids be live streaming. They TikToking. They, all of that they shit. Instagramming. They they whatever all the other apps and shit like that. Uh, emails like right. th- that's all they know is through their phone. Your parents ain't getting down like that on their cell phones. The cell phone has become the laptop because you can do everything you need to do on the goddamn cell phone. Yeah, easily. And on a, on a deeper scale, just as far as the uh, like the uh, the job pool, like people that you know actually trying to work. Yeah, these motherfuckers coming in on their cell phone. On their cell phone. And What's the problem? Under- you gotta understand that. Here's the problem you need to ask yourself. Are they doing the work that is required of them? That's when it becomes your business. No, they're not. They're not. They're not doing the job. They're not doing the job at all because their cell phone is distracting the fuck out of them. Some of them are. No, all of them are. No. Come on, bro. No. As, Come on. As productivity a, is going to be affected if you're on your phone. That's pro- easily. Productivity, yes, but. 
That's your job is being productive. That's your job. For those jobs. There's some people that manage to do both. Me, myself, I feel like I'm able to do both. That's how you feel, but it's not not actual. You can't do both. You can't do both. You can't do both. That's awesome. Like, I do what I need to be done, and then when it's a break, I'm flooding this timeline real quick. But at that time, you could be doing something else. Like what? Your job, motherfucker. (laughs) I already did my job for them hours. Dude. I got a break. I got a break now. So I got a two-hour gap of... Ugh, what to do with this time right here? So my question is, my question is, during, okay. your, during your break, are you are you on the clock? Or are you on on your break? I think we know the answer. To so this. I'm I'm paying you to, to to post memes. Pretty much. So you should be doing something else. You're not productive. What you want me to do? Your fucking job. What is that? Your job. You don't know your job. No more job. What you want me to do? It's nothing to do in my job. There's always something to do. I I just filmed there's, all I could film. There's something. That's I done, always something. I didn't receive all the tickets I can receive. I mean, at at some point, like, all I'm saying is, I'm gonna say this. Ask your immediate supervisor. Is there something else I could do? I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they can tell you there's something else you can do. Yeah, that they, they don't know. Uh, exactly. So They're like, so, well, you did all that. Oh shit. Look for another ticket. Uh, but the tickets are already filled. What what you want me to do? <laughs> I'm here. I gave up on that shit. I tried to be that good candidate. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. I like, okay, ooh, I'm I'm overactive. I'm I'm knocking out these tickets. Yeah. And like, you fulfill your tickets. You feel your other job that you're not even signed up for, but guess what? Duties as a sign in your contract. Yeah. You got to do that job too. You do that job, you be like, okay, what we doing now? Mm. Who gonna go seek out more work? I'm gonna chill out here when that shit come assigned to me. Bet <laughs> shit. In the meantime, these means finna fly. Right. Shit. I did all my job. I did the best of my ability. Which I got there for. Yeah, I feel y'all, that. Y'all finna get these jokes. But in the meantime, between time, yeah, you filthy, they young, they don't give a fuck. They gonna be on them phones. They really are. They don't give a fuck. Productivity be damned. <laughs> Shit. They don't give a fuck like I do. Like, this is a girl as a group of people that actually handle their business and still have fun. Then it's that that younger group they're like, yeah. Like I'm something else said, yeah. Fuck productivity. I'm finna be on this goddamn phone. <laughs> but that's the, that's the gap you got. Yeah, if it's, if it's not your place to to rectify, just leave it alone. Like, when you said your supervisor didn't give a fuck, that automatically meant it was none of your business no more. You gotta let that shit go. Mm-hmm. They ain't give a fuck. <laughs> if your supervisor didn't give a fuck, why should you? See, I think a lot of times people are giving energy to shit that don't even matter to them. Like, you think something is important to you as your business, it's not even your business. Right. Like, once somebody above you that that generates all of this shit says, I'm good, then you need to be able and in a place to say, well, you know what? I need to be good, too. Right. Now, because it's your pet peeve, that's a whole different problem. That's you. You need to get the control of your motherfucking self. Yeah, talk yeah, to yourself. Yeah, used to that. Yeah, you ain't used to that shit. 
as Mike Tyson say, you used to give him control to another motherfucker. Take control of your goddamn self. I never thought I'd be able to quote a Mike Tyson quote here. There you go. And it happened. Oh, shut up. I forgot to mention it, mention it in my movies and TV segment. Mike Tyson mm. and the Boosie interview. It was weird. It was different. Yeah. It's very different. It was it was some gems in there, but it was like, imagine Mike Tyson as your therapist. That's where the interesting part kicks in. Like Mike Tyson is basically using his podcast as his therapy. Yeah. And he's uh reflecting his information that he's learned through his therapy to other people. That's what it and feels like. And basically, you can't say shit to Mike because Mike will beat your ass. Exactly. So you're going to have to sit here and let Mike sun you for this time period and let him go through his progress as right. far as therapy upon you and just deal with Like, Boosie was a little kid in there. Boosie couldn't say shit. Couldn't say shit. I see, I see Joe Budden podcast on there. They couldn't say shit. They're like, what the fuck is going on? But you can't you can't say shit back to Mike because he, he's just ready to beat your ass. It's Mike Tyson. He's going to take, you don't have no fucking idea what I've been through. But yeah. I feel you. Like Mike, uh, he bro. just he be baiting these motherfuckers to come on this damn podcast. So yeah. if you got some smoke with him, what he said to you, we can fight then. Mike just want to fight somebody. You ain't gonna fight me. You ain't gonna fight me. Like so, what happened to that Roy Jones fight? When is it supposed to happen by now? He pushed it. Uh, Roy pushed it back. I bet Roy did. Yeah, Roy said, "Ooh, let me go and go to this gym a little bit." Mike just want to fight somebody, man. Yeah. And he just he just got his podcast. He's gonna talk to you crazy. Yeah. And he wants you to jump stupid. Don't do it. Don't fall for the bait. Next letter. Dear Power Lunch Hour. Hey. I need your help. I've been dating a guy for a while now. And our relationship is good except for his extreme jealousy. I told him at the beginning of our relationship that I have guy friends. And he was okay with that. Well, I thought he was. It feels like he's trying to control me. I have let friends go because he would assume the worst. He doesn't want me to have any male friends, but I don't think I should give up people I care about to make me to make him happy. He always suspects that I'm cheating. He looks through my phone. He doesn't want me to delete any new messages. It's like he wants to find something to prove himself right. Sign, lost girl in the South. Yeah, give it up. Give it up. I mean, he is who he is, and that's how he's going to approach you. He's been he's been cheated on before, so right. his whole campaign is to make sure he don't get cheated on again. Right. And he's, he just not, he's just not in the right space. So, yeah, he's give not. it up, man. That's not for you. Mm. Especially if you're if you dealing with somebody, if you're dealing with them on a on a, a Upfront basis, right? Being one hundred, like yo, right. I got guy friends, I got girlfriends, and shit like that. Like, right. and he's he still doesn't believe you. Did you give it up then? Because that's not on you. That's on him. Yeah, because you did all you could do. I I can't tell you nothing different. I kept it one hundred. I don't yeah. know how more one hundred I can get. Yeah, as a, as from a, a person who has uh friends from the opposite opposite sex. Yeah, I'm not about to give up my friendship because of the motherfucker I'm fooling with. Oh God! Either you get down, lay down. I'm not about to, you know, saying dead some shit because you here now. Right. Like you be gone tomorrow. Quickly. So fuck all that. No. And I trust you with some shit. Now you gone and told the world about my shit. Either respect it or check it. Now, I'm not dealing get with the this fuck shit. Fuck out of here. Yeah, ain't he going through your phone? Oh, oh no. 
Yeah. Once you go through motherfucking phone, phone all the trust is gone. Oh, it's done. It's done. Like you went through my phone. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck what you find in there. What did I act on? What did right. I do? I'm just saying, man. You look at my phone trying to see if I'm cheating. Now you know I like midget porn. Now, now I gotta have I that got conversation. Because the midgets be thick and twerking. I'm just saying, now you gotta you look at the me midgets different. Midgets are wonderful. Man, I'm just saying, dog. They like, go hell. Don't go through my phone. Don't do that. Yeah. Now you got problems to worry about. Yeah. The unnecessary problems that weren't even in your spectrum. Yeah, so yeah, if he if he if he continues to uh right. disrespect you and, and not uh have any trust in you, just get yeah. your your uh male homeboys to beat his ass. Right. And then, then just dead. No, allegedly, it. don't do it. But uh like once I think once you can start going through the phone, it's already done. Yeah. It's done. Yeah, you at a point it's it's, it's you it's, can't come back from you it. You really can't cause the trust is lost. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, the trust is lost. You going through the phone waiting. And look, now at this point, you're searching for bad things. Yeah, you can use that energy to uh, focus on something else. You You gave your uncle an extra smiley face. Nigga, bitch, it's done. Wait, it's my uncle. Don't matter. It's another nigga. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Immediately. Get out. And that's my last letter. All right. Shot Tippy Bartender. If you want to write in to uh, Act Two, uh, PowerLunchHour at gmail.com. We'd be happy to hear from you. All right, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft. You name it, she can create it. Specializing in personalized tumblers, shirts, shoes, team jerseys, she can create it. Check her out on Facebook or IG at Addicted Craft. You want some rolling trays? You want family reunion t-shirts? Or do you want branding for your own products? Kiana Conway with Addicted Craft is the woman you need to holler at. Find her on Facebook or IG, Addicted Craft. Detail. It's a new Central Arkansas car wash. Our technicians are passionate about improving the aesthetic appeal of your vehicle. Imperial glass, truck vacuum, wheel clean, rims, tire shine, and tri-foam with clear coat protected. We'll have your ride looking and smelling like new. So drive to impress at Econo Auto Detail. Discounts and appointments available. Reach out at 501-612-3777. Follow us at Econo Auto Detail or EconoAutoDetail.com. You know one simple thing that people regret that they should do but they don't because they say they don't have enough time or they don't have enough energy? It's getting chopped up, getting your dude right, getting that new swag about yourself. You need a haircut. You need to get styled properly. And you know who does that? Christopher Style, one of the best in the business. You can find him at Throwback Cuts at 102 West South Street in Benton, Arkansas. 501-533-4360. Book your appointment. Get styled right. Leave there feeling like a brand new person. I promise you, you will feel better once Chris gets you styled properly. Have a new look about yourself. Feel good about yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Treat yourself. Holla at Chris Staff, 501-533-4360. Book your appointment now. 
I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. You know what it is. Yes, sir. Get it off your motherfucking chest. Yeah, let that shit go. Speak your truth. Yeah, get off your motherfucking chest. Let the soul glow. Oh, God. Yes. It's gonna be better. Yeah. Help your yeah. day go a little better. Help you sleep better at night. You cancel five motherfuckers. You didn't even realize you need it. Sleep like a newborn baby. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> well, I got time today, cuz. He got time today, cuz. And my time today goes to people who decide to go out to eat and do not respect the people who work at the restaurant. Mm. Uh, I can't stand when people are rude to the waiter or the waitress. Off top. I don't understand what where that comes from. What gave you the 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 privilege or the the uh the empowerment to treat another person who's serving you your food? In a certain type of way. Like, these people are the ones that bring you your food that you right. got to eat. You don't know what the fuck is being done to your food prior and, to you getting it. And I'm still eating here, so you fucking up my food, too. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm sitting here with you, so you don't know what happened to my food, either. You don't know who food is who. So all the food getting fucked up. I don't see... If you don't... Table you 43 don't, getting fucked. It getting fucked up. We dropping some shit on the ground. We put some fuck. other shit in it. You know, we adding a lot of motherfucking paprika in this shit. <laughs> I understand what makes you feel that you have the right, afraid of sauce. the obligation to treat another person that way. If you go out to eat now, if the service is terrible, that's one thing. I'm, I'm, I understand that, and there's a limit to what, how you can treat a person if the service is terrible. If it's terrible, just say it's terrible. I need somebody else. Well, I'm good. But to uh, try to degrade or uh, demean a person who's serving you your food, I don't get that. I don't get that, and then. At the end of the day, you know, if the service is not where you need to be, that's one thing. Right. If the service is up to par and you still don't want to tip a person, that's another thing. Stop going out to eat if you don't want to deal with these ills. If that ain't your bag, don't do it. I mean, I think tip is important. Like, the the, the tip is to show that you care or you appreciate their, their work. They, they, they serve you hand right. and foot. I'm throwing at least 20 to 30%. I just think that you need to uh, understand if, if going out to eat is not your thing, if there's always a problem with going out to eat, don't go out to eat. Don't do it. It's not your bag. And if you, you always got a problem with it, just don't go. And, and and you don't have to treat a person a certain way because they, they're not up to your standards. I had one to go out to eat with a person, and they got like 50 corrections of the main menu that they serve. Like, look, you don't want to eat here. It's cool. Let's just eat some vegetables at home. You want to make a whole different menu right. and mad because they can't, you know, accommodate your, your choices. Go somewhere else. Yes. Go somewhere else. Please. And then, you know, they don't come back in a timely fashion. Oh, they ain't get no tip. Bitch, we've been here for 10 minutes. How y'all ain't going to say they're not going to get no tip? We've been here for 10 they minutes. They just got here. Yeah. They just got here. Yeah, so I don't like going out to eat with people from the jump. I don't like to go out with people that don't know how to uh, conduct themselves in the public setting. Stop treating people that, that are serving you like they're their servants. Facts. That's their job. It's literally their job. You, you don't. You're not paying them. You're not. They're not your maid. They're not your goddamn butler. They trying to survive in the middle of. They're a at work, so you don't get the. You don't get. You don't have the right to treat them a certain way because they're working there. Don't don't Thanks. demean them because they they they're serving you. Thanks. If you don't want to tip, stay the fuck at home. Thanks. I don't like going up with people like that. All facts. It made me look bad. It does because it's looking like look. I just wanted this and I'm good. Take this tip. No. Now I gotta be extra nice and tip extra oh, because your ass, because your ass pity. over here making us look bad. And I know you ain't finna tip anyway. I know you're not finna tip because you. I came in like, oh, they ain't get no tip. They ain't bring me no ice in this yeah, water. What the fuck, man? Stay home. Go home. It ain't for you. Yeah, just warm the hot pockets up. It's not. It's 
it's just disrespectful. Yeah, that, that fucking bothers me. It's disrespectful as fuck. I got time today, cuz. What you got time for today, cuz? Oh, man. I had it, and then I left it. Because, you know, I, I, I practice in getting rid of my anger. You practice in getting rid of your anger? I, I really do, because okay. I end up realizing I have a lot for unnecessary reasons. Okay. So I had temporarily forgot why I had time today, because I, I hadn't let it go. Mm-hmm. But I'm back. And I got time today, because. You got time for it, because. First of all, all right, here's what I do for one of my jobs for a living. I'm a VoIP uh, installer. I... Uh, Install the phone and I fix it from my laptop where I can get into your phone and I can reprogram it, all that good shit. So what I do is I install your phone and your new phone is connected to your Ethernet, quote unquote, your your Internet connection. I run your Internet connection through the phone and then back to the computer. Mm-hmm. Quick, boom, boom, done, it's in there. Power or no power, it's going to be in there. You're going to have internet connection. Mm-hmm. My problem is, if you see me fucking working, I need you to respect that I'm fucking working in your office. And you as a supervisor need to understand that work is getting done. So your little bootleg conference Zoom call, need to hurry up and wrap the fuck up. Because <laughs> I have done this whole office I've installed all 30 phones In this fucking office yeah. You're the last person I saved you for last Because you go Guess what I respect that you're working mm-hmm. Now I need you to respect That I'm fucking working Right And I see you on this Zoom call Guess what The Zoom uh, Even Microsoft Teams All them shits can be done On your cell phone Thanks you can literally throw that bitch to your cell phone to keep it going. Log on your phone, log out on your on your computer. Easy. Yeah. This motherfucker right here, not only did he have his cords, all five, ten cords tied together. This motherfucker looked at me crazy when I said, I have to unconnect your internet so I can plug up your phone. Yeah. <gasps> I need my internet though. Look, bro. I got to do this so I can plug up your phones, but I don't. I can't be without my internet. At this point, him, the nigga that's with me to help install the phones, are looking like, well, what's gonna be done? Obviously, they ain't expect a real nigga to be in the building. <laughs> Cause on this day, they tried it, and I had free samples like Sam's for their ass. Like, okay, the the sooner you get the fuck out of my way. I can get your internet plugged back in. Right. Move, bitch. When I tell you everybody slid the fuck back, yeah. they slid the fuck back. Because what I'm not here for is for you and your goddamn Madonna attitude think that your office is above everybody else's. Yeah. We need to get these phones installed, bro. You in my motherfucking way and you holding me up. With this motherfucking Rob- Rambo coalition and shit. Nigga, move. <laughs> God damn it I'm installing phones You ain't talking to no they, Literally I listened to the conversation Outside the office And I'm like Nigga Y'all not talking about shit Yeah Well if it's gonna be five It should be three I don't know What, what we gonna do I don't, We should have another meeting about it. Okay at this point 
Wrap this shit up. Wrap this shit up. This could be the email. Yeah. Now it's on my nerves. Because I need to get this shit done so I can move to the next fucking office. And you're holding me the fuck up. Yeah. Two, clean up under your motherfucking desk if you know people are coming to install fucking phones or going to be under your desk working with your desk. Oh, that's not going to happen. Oh, my God. I saw <laughs> rat traps underneath desks. That's not going to happen. It was the most disgusting shit on earth, bro. Yeah. Like, family. Like, what are y'all doing in this bitch? You nasty. I get not having a tidy area, but it's just a fucking disgusting area underneath your desk. There yeah. ain't no reason. And I feel like it's a way more number of people with Footstools underneath their desk than they should. <laughs> it's not that many short people in this motherfucking world. Why are these footstools down here? Why are these goddamn footstools underneath here? It's yeah. like, what you, what are you doing? Yeah. It's annoying. And motherfucker, like, oh, you can't put the phone to the left or the right. No, bitch, because you don't have enough room on your court. You got everything in on God's earth. They got their charges. They got they uh I see literally your grandma's alarm clock in the bitch desk today. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't move these goddamn cords. Like, what I don't need is for this extra shit while I'm doing your installs. Because it's very annoying to me. It's costing me extra time. I'm not here for it. I'm not appreciative of it. You know what motherfuckers are here for. Goddamn, get your goddamn act together. We're going to install your regular-ass phone. Move the fuck out the way. Let us get this phone in. It's going to take 30 seconds or less, and we done. Let me get the fuck on out of here. Let me get the fuck on, bruh. Goddamn. I don't want to get off the call. Bitch, if you don't throw that bitch to your cell phone. (laughs) Like, it was borderline. My my coworker was like, oh. Finally, I get to see a black moment. Because it was that. It was it was here. Mm. And it, I'm talking to a fellow black man. Bruh, the sooner you get out of my way, the sooner I can get this up. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh. So everybody slid back at the same time. Even the white boy slid back like, I don't know who he's talking to. But if he is talking to me, I'm going to slide back too. All right. Move, bitch. Let me install so I get the fuck on. Yeah. Quit fucking up my inst- installation time, man. You fucking up my numbers. I don't appreciate it. Yeah. And that's my guy time today, cuz, man. You see people that at work today. Goddamn, let us work. Move the fuck out the way. Shit. And quit trying to be, uh, goddamn me, troubleshooter solution. You are not customer support on this bitch. You don't know what's going on either. <laughs> bitch, I'm installing your phone. Yeah. I know you don't know. I know, bitch. Let me figure this out. Leave me the fuck alone with your troublesome solution. It's fucking annoying. I got to do this shit for the next week. Mm, good luck, bro. Oh, God, bro. Like, I was this this close mm-hmm. to motherfucking me choking a bitch. And I'm talking about the nigga that was uh, blocking my shit. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Oh, God. My was like, this is it. I finally waited for it. It ain't finna happen, but it came close. <laughs> that's why I got time today, cuz. Yeah, that's real. I feel oh that. Let me do my fucking job. Let me do my job, man. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Do my job and go home. Let's talk about it. Yeah. You got let's talk about it? I do. Okay. Well, go first. You want me to? Uh, I'll go. Okay. 
So I w- what I want to talk about is that um, as we come up as people, mm-hmm. as we trying to progress and unite and, you know, further our progression in this in this country, I think there's things that we don't know and there's things that our parents taught us that wasn't actual and there's things that our parents' parents taught them that wasn't actual or correct. Mm-hmm. As the... Uh, you know, the woke movement and the internet has, you know, assisted people in realizing that everything is not always what they seem. Right. All this shit fake. You know, everything that we was taught or how we was brought up is not like the way of the current, you know, way of life. Right. What I, I want to talk about is that if you get some information or you hear some things that you're not familiar with or comfortable with or it's not something that you're aware of, mm-hmm. don't shit on it. No. Because the way you was brought up is not 100% correct. Thanks. Or the information that you was told from niggas that don't know more than, you know, right. what they was brought up in is not correct. So don't 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 take it as uh Everything is being, you know, right. a scheme or anything like that. Like this is this is how the 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 other world live. Right. Just that, just don't shit on something that you don't know about. Right. That I, elementary grade of education can only take you so far. I mean, you listen to your uncle. He, they they dropped out in the ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? And they, I, all they know is do with it. All they know is street knowledge and the shit they right. learn. But you know, there's things how the the majority live. That we don't have privilege to know about. So once you get some free game and some information to how things are done to where you can uh, progress in life and you ain't got to struggle all the time, don't take it as a as a scheme all the time. I know it's different. You know your grandpa didn't your grandpa didn't teach you that. Your your, your father didn't teach you that. Your uncle didn't teach you that because they ain't know. They ain't know. But it's twenty twenty. It's, it's baby. a new day and age, man. Like You're doing new shit. There's things that's that's been going on for generations that. When I was in school, when I I didn't realize is that there was a kid I was in in in, in high school with who would just read the paper all day. Like, who the fuck reads the paper? Who? Why? Why would you read the paper? I got to see these stocks. This motherfucker checking his fucking checking the the the, the Dow Jones. He checking Never the stock. Knew. His father made him check it. Right. And that's part of the shit. I'm just saying that there's things that the other world does that we don't know about. So when right. somebody brings some shit to you that can benefit you, don't don't look at it as like. A scheme, or it's like the devil. Sometimes they that, may have information. That's just how the world works, about. and we need to know about. So, right. and that keeps us behind the eight ball. Just be open minded. You don't have to take every Ponzi scheme, every goddamn susu in the world that right. approaches you, but be open minded to there's different ways to approach it to right. where the way you're you were brought up is not the actual way to live. Everybody don't have a susu scheme to give you. Sometimes yeah. they're just trying to give you real game. It's real game, right? Like you know, you know, we eat chitlins and goddamn pig pig feet because that's what we was taught. We well, ain't gonna eat this shit no more. We don't have to. We ain't this shit no more. There's shit out there that you can actually do to be fruitful. So, right, be open minded to shit and don't shit on it because you don't know about it. You were never taught because the people that taught you never knew about it. And quit eating them pig intestines. Yeah, that's disgusting. Just be you know, there's there's different ways. It's, it, like I say, it's more. There's more than one way to skin a can a skin a cat. Facts. So y'all been skinning the same cat for years. And that cat ain't get you nowhere. You still nowhere. hungry. You still hungry. So yeah, just be open minded, bro. Open your goddamn minds up. Yeah. You ain't gotta be that limited. A real talk. You can learn something. I gotta let's talk about it. What you wanna talk about? So this gentleman 
uh, was having phone problems. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, his his significant other or wife didn't believe his phone problems, so they took the phone to the uh, iPhone headquarters or AT and T or whatever place they get the phones fixed. Yeah. They took it there. He put a hundred dollars in the phone and said, "Quote unquote." Please tell my wife this phone is unfixable. She went. She wants to go through the call history. This a couple of young men. This happened a couple of times, uh, but the particular incident I'm speaking on. This guy decided to go out and tell the wife about the whole hundred dollar incident. The guy that worked there. Yes. Oh no. Not only did he tell about the hundred dollars, he's like, "Well, I can't do nothing about it. I really can't fix it. I just don't want to be involved and put in the middle of it." You involved now, sir? <laughs> not only you involved, you involved all. You involved yourself. All you had to do was say, "This is unfixable. Take that hundred and go home. Go the fuck home." Then here's where it get worse. The at this point, the woman offers, "I'll pay you two hundred to fix this phone." Mm. Mm. Bruh. Bruh. It's probably the same people from the goddamn uh let's talk uh fix my life shit because oh God. Y'all, y'all got too much information y'all trying to find out. <laughs> oh God. Like, bruh, all you had to do, you could even fix the phone and just delete everything. Start fresh. Factory settings. Yeah. You chose to go out here and tell this woman I can't fix it and I don't want to be a problem a problem uh involved in it. Do you know this motherfucker gave her the hundred dollar bill back? The one that got it? Yes. Because he got two hundred dollars over here. <laughs> he ain't get the two hundred. Oh. He kept he left with nothing. Oh, he's trying to clear his conscience. Yes. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Clear conscience of what? I can't, I can't, it, this is blood money. I can't take your money. It's blood money. I don't want no part of it. So I mean, if, if he kept the hundred and went and told her. You foul for that, but you get all the money back and your hands At what washed point does the guy code kick in where you don't have to say nothing? You can either say this phone is unfixable and go home. Man. He went back, gave this woman a hundred dollars back. She said, I get two hundred mm. to fix it. Like, right, okay, right there, you could have kept three hundred dollars if you put all your shit together. I mean, he trying, he trying to, you know, no, preserve, man. preserve his energy. It's no energy that he needed to preserve. It's none of his business. He could have stayed the fuck out of it. I mean, that's negative energy he putting out there. No, man, you doing extra, man. Hey, that sim shit ain't gonna give you no new pussy. I'll let mean, y'all niggas know now. I don't think he did it for pussy. You know, he he didn't do it for gain. He gave the money back. He didn't take no bread. He just like, told, he told all parties, look, why don't you just this is what do, y'all doing. Do your job, man. Just, just say the phone's unfixable. Why you got to go, go on extra? I don't know, man. It's like, I don't get the extra, though. I just don't get the extra. Now, say, now look. Now, say he said the phone's not fixable. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it turns out it's some, some terrible shit on his phone. Right. That's on his conscience. I told you the phone wasn't fixable. They found out later there's some all terrible shit on there. It's on me because I said one fixable. He has He's the, trying to clear his conscience. He man. has the accessibility to look on the phone. It's not my job, bro. I'm not doing that. Your job wouldn't even go this part. You ain't gotta give this bitch hundred dollars back another day. I'm clearing my conscience, dog. Your conscience should be set <laughs> when I gave you this hundred. So y'all niggas, tell you to tell me this shit is unfixable. 
That's all you had to fucking do. All right, man. He was doing extra shit. I get you. I get you. Chasing clout for no reason. It wasn't no clout to be chased. He could just say, you know what? This phone ain't working. So you took the $100? Goddamn right. And minding my business. All right, man. This phone is unfixable. So why is she coming in with his phone? Get the fuck out of here. It's probably nothing. I ain't knowing niggas nowadays, but still. Get your life together, man. And this is not the first incident. This other incident that happened, the uh, dude, he took a picture of the note, and it went viral. And the dude that sent the note was like, well, I guess it ain't a secret no more. Well, yeah, nah, that's a wrap, bro. We all know. Yeah, don't tell me shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell it to me. Because what's not going to happen is uh, good news. Because I'm going to tell it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that's what happened. So that's my let's talk about it. So what do you, what do you have told? Hmm? What do you have told? So basically, what you have told? After, once you got the note, don't tell no my don't tell my wife that just gave you this phone. That's me with a hundred dollars in the phone, because he put a hundred dollars in the phone. So when dude was trying to fix it, he saw it, saw the note, could have easily walked away. What would you have done if you got the hundred dollars? Said tell this my wife this phone is unfixable. I'm not taking a hundred dollars. You're not. No, I'm not taking a hundred dollars. Yo, what you gonna do with it? Nothing. I'm like, bro. I mean, it, it, the phone is what it is. If whatever the outcome of the phone is, what it is, you need to deal with it. I'm not taking a hundred dollars. I'm not saying what you need me to say. I'm so doing my job. Are you taking the phone back to her and say it's unfixable? Or you gonna fix it and give it back to her? It, so I'm. I'm gonna do. If it's my job to fix the phone, mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix it. If you ask me to fix it, I'm gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking no outside money for it. What you doing with the outside money, though? I'm not taking it. What, you gonna, so you're going to give it back to her? If she's going to fix it, I'm going to fix it. So you're giving her the $100 back? I'm not taking the $100. You so to you're giving it. her the $100 back? That's I'm, not I'm, take, I'm not taking it in the first place. I'm not giving back. I ain't got to give back shit. I'm not taking it. Where is it going? Where's what going? The $100 he gave you to tell her this phone is unfixable. Where is that $100 going? I'm not taking the fucking money, dog. So where is it going? In his pocket. In whose pocket? Whoever he, gave it to me. I'm not giving I'm not taking it. He did he gave you he snuck it in the phone. Oh. She brought it up to the store. It was snuck in the phone. Yes. Oh. He snuck in the phone and wrote a note. Please don't tell my wife about this hundred about this phone. Say it's unfixable. So, the <laughs> so are you gonna keep that hundred dollars, or are you gonna give it back to her and tell her your husband left this note in the phone to tell me not to tell you this phone is unfixable? Mm, that's tough. That's what I'm asking you, my nigga. That's tough. That's where we at. She brought the phone. She there's brought a, there's the a, there's phone. A note there's a note in there, the bitch. Please tell my wife this phone is unfixable. Uh, here's $100 for you, please, and thank you. That's what he wrote. Mm, that's tough. Yeah. That's, what you doing? That's, that's different. That's, that's tough. That's what I've been talking about this whole time. I didn't know he snuck it in the phone. I thought he was like, yo. No, he snuck it in the phone. He put it in the phone to where you don't notice it until you open it up and try to fix the battery. Yeah. And then it's $100 in, in, in the note. Please don't tell my wife. All right, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. 
if the phone, if there's a note and a hundred dollars stuck in the phone, right? I'm gonna fix the phone. Okay, hundred dollars. Okay, <laughs> I'm keeping hundred dollars. I'm gonna fix the phone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my job. <laughs> I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna fix the phone. I'm gonna keep the hundred dollars. But I'm not gonna tell the wife that there's a note in there saying right. don't fix it. So you gotta help. Cause you gotta come find me, nigga. You gotta find me. Cause y'all don't know you. That's no bro code to that. You're not my bro. It's no bro. It's a hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars. So I, I'm gonna keep the hundred. I'm gonna do my job and let y'all fish that shit out. Here's the thing. I'm gonna keep my hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fix the phone. Yeah. I'm gonna reset that bitch to factory settings. Okay. And then I'm handing out the phone back. Oh, okay. The phone is fixed. Right. I'm out of it. Right. Okay. I'm out of it. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know all the in the the ins and outs of a cell phone. Uh, as many of them as you tear up. <laughs> I just buy new phones. I don't, I don't. I don't fix the phones. I buy I new phones. Do it. I, don't Nobody, do no, I don't sit down and do fix phone tutorials. <laughs> Give me a new phone. Yeah, but yeah, I just can't violate that guy code on that one. But how do they don't know the phone fixed though? I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. How don't how. How don't she know there's a note? Where's the note stuck at? He literally, like, you know how you, okay, you see my phone? You open the battery up. Uh-huh. He put the bitch in there. So when he opened it up, it looked like this. This is what it looked like. Right. Look, nigga, if you could open your phone like that, you could fix that bitch, dog. Like, what hey, is even here, dog? He can't fix it. It was beyond him. You need to throw that bitch in the pond. He like, broke that bitch on purpose. <laughs> like, look, bro, throw that don't phone fix in, this phone. Throw the phone in the river, you man. You should have been charged that goddamn phone. Nigga, run, run over it with your car. <laughs> Why are you putting $100 in the goddamn? Because, look, it got too far. We, he got to the point where he's like, well, bitch, you think I'm lying? Prove it. Go get this phone fixed. Note. <laughs> It's dumb, man. <laughs> oh, so if, the, if I open the phone, it's a hundred dollars in there. No, right. I'm taking hundred dollars. I'm gonna fix the phone. That's on you, my nigga. You need to figure that shit out. You didn't figure it out. You, we ain't talk about this prior. I don't even know you. I, I bought you time. No, fuck him. I no, don't care, nigga. Shit. No, the time is. I bought you the time I got to repair this phone. You better hope this call history is done out this bitch. No, nah, nigga, you lost a hundred dollars. I tell you that goddamn much, <laughs> man. Ain't no bro code to that. You ain't not, you not my bro. What if it's a chick that fixed your phone, nigga? Fuck you. Like <laughs> you put a hundred dollars in a in a, in a now, wheel. These chicks more down than you would think. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, no nah. problem. I fix it. What's your number? You went through too much to to open your phone. Yeah. To put a note and a hundred dollars inside your phone. Just that. throw that bitch in the fucking lake. Let that bitch go to the birds. <laughs> you was trying to prove a point and fail. So oh, you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And this is my last uh let's talk about it. I ain't know nothing about the phone was the note was snuck inside the phone. Inside. I the thought phone. nigga like, yo, fix it. I get hundred dollars say it's not working. Yeah. No, he snuck it in the he phone. He snuck it in the phone. No, no, fuck that. You lost a hundred dollars. <laughs> Roses and shout outs. Yeah, I got neither, dog. That's I gave my shout outs early in the show. All the birthdays, shout happy out to everybody. Happy birthday to my Scorpio family. You know, I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, shout out uh, Kim, Busy, Leroy. Uh, shout out Bree. Congratulations on crossing Delta Sigma Theta. Salute. Uh, and shout out my little brothers, uh, Red. And uh, I'm trying to use their uh, 
screen names <laughs> it's not the real name right but shout out red and boondock and jj man and cam what's good baby uh i love all y'all brothers y'all real top for real and yeah that's all my shouts man i ain't got no shout outs on the roses though um shout out everybody that fuck with us you know we still going um I want to send a shout out to everybody that I I cracked a joke about your meme dealer getting the cash out. Motherfuckers took me seriously and blessed me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. I'm just saying, man, you 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 do a lot with this Instagram. You might make some money off of it. Might as well. Might as well. I want to throw a major shout out to Christina, man, the DU alumni. She she posted our uh podcast in this uh social group and uh-huh. it really got a lot of reception to it. So you didn't have to do that. I appreciate it. You know, everybody responding to it. I appreciate the new followers or people that inquired Dumbness. about it. You know, I don't I don't ask anybody to do anything for me. Facts. Um and then when people do, I appreciate that. So that's dope. Facts. Thank you. Salute. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Anything else? That's it. Hey, as always, you can catch us on all social media's platforms. We Power Lunch Hour. Uh, if you want to email us, it's powerlunchhour at gmail.com. We'll be happy to hear from you. And we'll be happy to read your letter on the show. We have no problem with being petty. It's in our, uh, <laughs> it's in our stocks. We're here for this shit. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all day. Yo, it's your Captain Corey Doseki. Yeah, it's your stepdaddy. I'm something else. Hey, we out this bitch. You're out. Just like your real daddy. <laughs> Catch y'all next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>